Hello and welcome to another edition of Defending the Den. I am your host, Scotty Waz. How are you guys doing? Hope you're all doing well. Happy Thanksgiving. Early, of course, to you and yours. Um, or happy Thursday, if you don't necessarily celebrate Thanksgiving. And hey, we got some uh, things to talk about. It should be a, sh- a relatively short-ish show, as uh, no interviews this week due to the holiday week. And uh, yeah, we'll just get through it. And, and you know, the New Hampshire weekend, Black Bears go up to New Hampshire. They, uh, you know, it was it was a split of a weekend. We'll say it that way. And uh, yeah, it was an interesting game on Saturday after a, a very rambunctious game on Friday. So let's get off to Friday's game. And it started very early, 2.43 into the game. Matthew Croxel with his seventh of the year on a, uh, a shot that, Kind of just eluded Aiden Wright. It kind of almost seemed like it deflected off of the uh, defender's shin pad and then kind of fooled and knuckled its way past Aiden Wright. Either way, Black Bears will take it. That makes it one nothing. Maryland on Croxel 7th with Ryder 9 house with his 5th assist and Evan Sofakitas his 13th assist. Black Bears up early in this, but uh, New Hampshire would try to claw back a little bit. Maryland's defense doing pretty dang well in terms of uh, keeping... Uh, New Hampshire out of the zone for the most part, but one did squeak by, unfortunately, as Hunter Federoff uh, put a shot home for his fifth of the year, eluded uh, Colin Ronan, and uh, there you go. We are tied up at one. Maryland, uh, and that was a power play goal as well due to a uh, double minor and another minor. Kind of wacky stuff going on in there. Black Bears did get to a little penalty trouble late into the frame, but the penalty kill doing its dang thing, making sure that the uh, puck stays out of the net, stays out of the zone, stay out of the trouble area. So they give up that one power play goal on a bunch of riffraff. They're able to make up for it the rest of the frame, though. Penalties, not uh, not the key to getting a win in this league. We go to the second period, and this was all Black Bears. Black Bears uh, came to play in this one in a big, big way. Started 525 in Croxel again, second of the game, eighth of the season. As he was coming off the bench, gets a great pass from Kareem El-Bashir and pots it home. Uh, El-Bashir's 15th assist, Jeremy Tremblay, his second assist, and the Black Bears up 2-1. to one. Then, less than a minute later, 53 seconds, uh, if you're uh, scoring at home or even if you're alone, Jeremy Tremblay gets his 12th of the season, finds a loose puck in front of the net, and then just Patience, outpatience. Uh, Aiden Wright puts it in for his 12th of the year on the backhand. Keaton Lipset, his eighth assist. Dimitri Kieberth, his 20th assist. Black Bears up three to one, and they would continue pressing uh, in this one, putting 21 shots in the middle frame against Aiden Wright and New Hampshire. Tremblay would strike again, 13:06 into the frame with his 13th of the year. A nice little redirect of Kareem Elbashir's shot. Puts it in for his 13th. El Bashir, 16th assist. Jesse Horacek, 7th assist. Black Bears up 4-1. to one. Was less than three minutes left in the period. Kim, uh, Kim Hilmerson uh, put a snapshot home, making it 4-2 uh, going into the third period as New Hampshire slices the lead in half. And the Black Bears kept things out in the third period despite a big, big push by New Hampshire overall as they were making sure that they tried to get some kind of... Uh, some kind of equalizer, maybe some kind of momentum going into Saturday's game. With under five minutes to go, Josh Doolin, just open spot, just found the found the open area, was able to put home his sixth of the year, make it at 4-3. Black Bears, though, held the last five minutes down after that, and they were able to get the win 4-3 to three for them. Ronan's 27 saves 
in the victory. And the Black Bears snap a small two-game skid. We go into Saturday, though. And Saturday was a uh, not as, I guess, uh, exciting. Black Bears did get a lot of power plays in this one, including two in the first period. Not able to do much of anything with those. No scoring in that. Uh, but in the second period, New Hampshire gets on the board 431 into the period. Uh, Cameron Stites gets his uh, eighth of the or his first of the year, rather. Just able to outweight Owen Leapak and just put it over his shoulder as Leapak was going down from post to post. He waited until Leapak got into that position and then threw it over his shoulder. And there you go. New Hampshire up one to nothing. Maryland again having a power play late in the frame, unable to do anything with it. And then with 50 seconds remaining, Tommy McDonough just comes down the left side and snipes one over Leapak's shoulder. Two to nothing. New Hampshire in this one. Maryland not giving up. They were putting all the firepower they could on to New Hampshire. Uh, nothing able to crack the scoreboard. Only Pack was peppered as well. He was able to stop all the shots he faced in the third period. But even with a late attacker, the Black Bears couldn't find a goal and had to settle for a 2-0 loss as they are shut out for the third time this season. Uh, Lee Pack made 19 saves in this one and the Black Bears uh, settle for the split. Looking at the all-too-early standings, Black Bears still stay in first, but they are only there by a single point as they are 16-5-1-2. They are one point ahead of Maine in this one. Black Bears 7-2-0-1 in their last 10 games, and they're going to take on the Danbury Junior Hattricks right now who sit at the bottom of the table 5-16-3. But they have had a uh, they have had a, a a knack recently of surprising teams in their first game and uh, taking that Friday matchup. So the Black Bears are definitely going to have to make sure that they are on all cylinders going into Friday, and just to make sure that they are able to withstand whatever Danbury has to throw at them, and even late into the game because Danbury has been known to be a late period team. Just make sure that they are on top of things and. Uh, cross their I's and dot their T's, as it were, as we said in my household. And yes, I know that's wrong, but it is what it is. Uh, Danbury 2-7 and 1 in their last 10 uh, against everyone in the league. But again, you can't take teams too lightly, especially in this league where everyone is kind of, you know, they can surprise you. They can play spoilers. And this could be a prime picking for that. So Maryland's going to have to be uh, on their on their marks all weekend. And uh, you can get on the action, too. Tickets.MarylandBlackBears.com. You can go down there and uh, go to the Piney Orchard box office as well. There'll be limited tickets there. Uh, get your tickets for Black Bear Friday, uh, where there'll be crazy sales, I'm sure. And then uh, on Saturday, get down there, skate with a team night. After the game, you can uh, skate with a team, bring your own skates, or they'll have rental skates there at the arena. And you can skate with a team, get your pictures taken, all that kind of fun stuff. A nice little community initiative that the Black Bears have run, uh, I believe, every single year. So it's a nice little added touch to everything involved. So uh, get down to the arena if you can't make it down there. NAHLTV.com is there. The hamster could or could not be on the wheel. Depends on how they're feeling at the moment. Um, I'll be calling the game Friday. Um, tryptophan overdose uh, willing. And we will see what uh, what we can do. After that turkey day, maybe work off a few pounds. Hopefully not. Hopefully not get that stressed out. And then we'll take it from there. There was one move to announce this week as there was a three-team trade, a three-way dance. 
as the Black Bears uh, were able to uh, acquire Tyler Stern from the uh, Philadelphia Rebels. Uh, in return, uh, the Rebels, uh, who actually initially sent Stern to Bismarck, but uh, Kinu Kren is going to Bismarck for Maryland, and I'm assuming a tender will go from uh, Bismarck to Philadelphia, and then then and then Tyler Stern is now a Maryland Black Bear. That's what it all comes down to. So uh, he was put in the games this weekend, uh, played pretty uh, solid uh, for himself in the start. So we will see where this grows from there. He's from Plainview, New York, uh, 19-year-old forward, and a, and a really pesky guy to play against. Always played the Black Bears tough uh, last season when he was out there in the ice. So uh, hopefully it will be a nice uh, a nice addition for the Black Bears, and they can uh, use uh, a great guy like him, an agitator like him, a guy who can get into scoring areas like him, uh, and add, just add to what they need talent-wise to uh, – get to uh yeah back to the robbie some alumni news for you since we don't have any interviews we'll go right to the alumni news and uh shout out to former associate head coach kim weiss who helped the uh the uh, trinity college bantams get their first two wins of the season uh so a nice start to her collegiate coaching career back there as a as an assistant coach yeah congratulations to her miss her in maryland but glad that she's climbing up the ladder in the NCAA, progressing much like the players progress as well. Uh, other alumni news from the first year, Quinn Warmuth, uh, he is out there playing at Sunny Oswego. Uh, he is a goal and two assists in seven games out there in his final season in uh, college hockey. So he will try to live this one out with a bang, uh, I'm sure of it. Uh, Ethan Heideprim's out at Skidmore College there for his junior season, a goal and four assists so far in six games this season for the Finley, Ohio native. And 21-point uh, Black Bear as well in his uh, 40 games with Maryland. And Jack Brackett playing at RPI. He's got a goal and five assists in eight games, including a goal and two assists this past weekend against Clarkson and St. Lawrence. So a big shout-out to him to uh, get that far playing with uh, Brad McNeil as well. So a nice little Black Bear connection in that instance as well. Defenseman Kevin Scott has one assist in six games so far for RIT. Of course, he's not uh, necessarily known as a big point getter, the big uh, the big defenseman out of Ashburn, Virginia, but good of him to get an assist. Of course, that was way back in the early part of the year, but still playing a, a decently regular role over at RIT. And Ryan Kyes, who uh, played for Maryland in one game in the showcase uh, back in 2022-23, and then uh, moved to the Mercer Chiefs and now playing in South uh, with the South Shore Kings and the NCDC. Lighten it up, 13-0-1 in 14 games this season, a 1.78 goals against and a 9.37 save percentage with one shutout. So uh, he is an alumni nonetheless. Did put on that jersey for uh, a game uh, at least and got some stats. So he is part of the alumni and doing uh, pretty dang good for himself, that is for sure. And that'll do it for us again. Like I said, short week uh, with no interviews, nothing to uh, to uh, stretch this one out. We will go from there. Uh, enjoy your turkey. It'll be a good time. And then come down to the ring Friday and Saturday uh, for some Black Bears action. Cheer on your team as they uh, get to that stretch almost to the midway point of the season right now. And uh, we will see what they can do. Cheer them on. Cheer them loud. Cheer them proud. Get down to the rink and enjoy some Black Bears hockey 
uh, as the holiday season stretch is now in the sights. Uh, I'm Scotty Waz. Take care of yourself. And someone else has been defending the den, part of the uh, Faceoff Hockey Show Media Faction and Podcast Monsters at Defending Den MB, MBB on Twitter and ClutchandCrabHockey.com for all the latest. Uh, until next week, you guys be good, be smart, be safe, be healthy, and we'll talk to you next time through. Peace.